Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Faith Life, makers of integrated church technology products, have released a report of the top worship songs and sermon topics for 2020. The results show the use of songs and sermons to bring comfort to people during the difficulties of 2020. And those results are very interesting. We're joined today by a data scientist from Faith Life. He's going to share with us those results and what they mean today on Connections. 2020 was an unusual year with plenty of changes, including many of us attending church virtually. Now, a lot of the sermons and a lot of the songs were geared towards the feelings that we were feeling throughout the year. And today we're joined by a data scientist with Faith Life. He's sharing with us the top worship songs and the top sermon topics of 2020. We're joined by Marshall Brown. So speaking of that data, we just found out recently the top topics of 2024 sermons and worship songs. Why do we collect all this data? Yeah, well, um, so we at Faith Life, we have, um, we build software tools for the church. Our um, vision is to equip the church in light of the Bible. And um, so what that means is that we uh, have uh, presentation software. We have um, an online platform where um, pastors can uh, post sermons. And um, so it's, it's, it exists on our platform. And since we're interested in the church and current trends, um, as, it, as a data scientist, I get to dig through the data and um, help us learn more about what's happening in the church today. Now, 2020 had to have been a completely different year when it came to the results and what we found out were the top, uh, the popular worship songs and the um, top sermon topics. Tell us a little bit about what you discovered for 2020. Yeah, so talking about um, uh, worship songs, uh, Waymaker was was by far the kind of breakout song of the year, um, and we saw that early on um, last year, and then and then um, throughout the year it just had uh, explosive growth, um, and and you you can see that kind of uh, jumping up in um, Leland recent, uh, released a uh, rendition of Waymaker. Uh, in kind of late October, I want to say of, um, or August of September of uh, 2019. And it's kind of really took off in, in 2020. Um, in terms of uh, sermon topics, we saw um, uh, trending topics throughout the year um, as, you know, the events of 2020 unfolded. Um, and it was interesting to, to tease out some of those topics we see. Uh, topics like fear and prayer and um, suffering uh, trending in the spring when um, the pandemic was was spreading and and there's all the uncertainty around there um, and then in the summer um, we saw uh, topics like um, uh, justice and judgment and freedom and um, and and government and things like this um, that, that pastors are really responding to what's going in the world going on in the world um, and then in the, in the end of um, 2020, we see, you know, the season of Advent and peace and hope being the trending sermon topics, um, which I thought was encouraging. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of a neat way to look at the year, right? And all the ups and downs that 2020 brought is so much unrest and uncertainty, especially in North America and the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically. Um, were, was there anything that surprised you when you're looking at all these numbers? Uh, anything that stood out to you and like, oh, that's funny? Or you're like, no, 10,000 Reasons was still sung every Sunday everywhere yeah. for the last five years. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I always look for, um, I always look for, so, so looking throughout the year and, and the, the songs that kind of jump up throughout the year. Um, I always like to see the good, good father on in June. Um, yeah. Being a father myself and my daughter, um, listening <laughs> to that song on, on repeat. Uh, yes, it's great. Um, but uh, you know, things that, things that surprised me, I think some of the, the response in the sermon topics really, really surprised me. Um, it shouldn't have, but just that kind of response that, hey, we're all feeling this, um, this maybe fear and, and uncertainty and, 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 and um, pastors really coming in and, and speaking to that um, in the moment. Um, I guess just, yeah. seeing, just seeing the response being so drastic um, was very interesting to me, I guess. And maybe a lot of pastors last year starting to talk about topics they've maybe intentionally avoided, like race uh, relations in the church, right, and and things like that. Yeah, no, no, I think that that that's spot on. It's 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 very, um, you know, with all the kind of you know we use where uncertainty or unprecedented, um, it's been thrown around a lot with last year. But to see um, pastors responding in this way that that's so, um, you know, in real time and 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 and, and and adapting really i mean this was a year of adapting to you know working remote at home working and just and 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 doing church online having these um spaces online where we can connect i mean it's just been you know the church is adapting and um it's interesting to see that uh faith life been able to help churches in the midst of that like making online church a little bit easier for them absolutely that that that's that that is really our goal as a um company is, is that is that we build these software tools to help people um, to equip the church to grow in the light of the Bible. And um, we're really building a whole whole kind of ministry platform that meets all those different needs of a um, of a pastor all the way down to, um, you know, in the small group and congregations. And um, yeah, so, so kind of meeting that whole that whole um, platform of um, things that a church might need to do church online. One of the things I find really interesting is uh, the jump in mentions of Holy Spirit in the sermon topics throughout 2020 from 9% in 2019 up to 22% in 2020. Uh, Maybe a lot of pastors, I guess, speaking to the Holy Spirit uh, with us, I suppose, in uncertain times and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, are, there are a whole lot of different, um, little different threads you can you can pull on when you when you look at these data and um, and it it just it, it's really interesting to me as 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 a as a statistician and, and somebody who who tries to find truth in numbers, um, hmm. you know, finding some of these these maybe inspiring truths or um, encouraging ones is is um, it's fun. What are some of the big biggest differences that you've seen um, from pre-pandemic uh, uh, to the pandemic world that we're living in now? Um, so the biggest differences in terms of um, worship music and sermon trends. I mean that that was that's kind of laid out. I mean we saw a lot of um, a big movement for churches. They needed to get um, online giving set up. So that was a big that was a big mm. shift um, pre-pandemic to post. Um, that I know that we were working hard on. Um, online streaming was was a huge, um, you know, shift onto getting streaming services up and um, and online giving. I, I think those would probably be the main, the two largest shifts in terms of churches needed these solutions right now. Going back to the worship songs, um, were there any significant changes that you saw there over the past couple of years? Yeah, so we have um, 
some ch chart climbers that we included in the report um, and um, seeing uh, a couple songs out of from Elevation Worship, um, The Blessing and Graves in the Gardens. Um, I believe I'm getting uh, attributing those those two songs correctly. Um, and uh, so those were the biggest shifts in terms of uh, new songs that kind of rose to popularity. Um, and uh, there was another another shift that I thought was really interesting is is in the um, during the pandemic, some songs like It Is Well With My Soul and some older hymns, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus, kind of um, yeah. peaked as well, which which I thought was um, uh, very interesting and, 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 and very, uh, you know, It Is Well is a, is a song that we all kind of turn to in times of, of suffering or... Um, um, I, I was wondering ab about like classic hymns and things like that, if maybe we saw a bit more yep. uh, like a rise in the classic hymns, uh, because there's something about them, right? We don't sing them forever, but then in times of difficulties, they provide a lot of comfort and people seem to turn to them in churches. They do. Yeah. And I saw, we saw a big shift. Um, I mean, it as well is just one that, that people really, really um, drew upon. And I mean, it just has that, that, you know, generationally just everybody kind of has this, it's kind of this really um, root song. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, yeah there's really kind of a foundation to it that we can all relate to. Yeah, it works for every generation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The blessing, I don't know about in the States, but I think every church in Canada did their own virtual choir version of the blessing. So, <laughs> yeah. and you know, it's really fun actually to see all these, because at least in my church, uh, you see some of these songs, right? And, uh, but then to see, kind of to feel the whole body that you're saying, like, oh no, we're all kind of singing these songs and, and joining in together. Um, yeah. I, I think there's there's kind of a community about that and that, that's great in these times right to kind of bring us all together and like hey we are we're singing the same music we're doing these virtual choirs together um and maybe we're different you know church bodies but we're kind of doing similar things in our in the way we worship i'm wondering about uh just kind of off the wall question but as a data scientist like yeah you mentioned finding truth in numbers what is it that you love about data tell us about this because in canada uh, <laughs> hockey analytics are very big right now oh, all okay, of a sudden yeah. all the jocks have become big data nerds so oh, what yeah. is it for you that you love <laughs> You know, so um, <laughs> so I've, I've I got a background in statistics, and um, usually the first thing people tell me when I tell them I'm in, I've, uh, I study statistics is is oh I hate statistics, right? It's like, <laughs> um, and so and I think this is kind of a relatable um, thing with a lot of us in in kind of these numbers roles. Um, what I like about it is is that you know it's easy to lie with statistics, but it's 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 hard to kind of find truth but the truth that you can find is is um valuable right and um so untangling that kind of the mess of data and 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 finding that real that real um source of truth and that what what is going on um i think that can be a powerful thing um what and, you know that? there's so much data out there nowadays though so so, so it's, it's a difficult thing it's not it's not easy right um there's it's very complicated. What brought you to faith life and what is it about faith life that you love uh, about? Or what do you love about faith life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the people. I mean, faith life uh, is just a great group of people that are passionate about um, the church and um, 
yeah, and building helpful tools <laughs> and, and actually being, being of help and being of service to the church. Uh, it's, it's just incredible. It's an incredible group of people. Um, a great platform. I used it when I was pastor in a church actually too, and yeah, provide great resources to the church. Uh, one of the cool things too, about the numbers you're putting out there, I was feeling like, you know what? It also provides a sense of comfort for the church. Maybe like a lot of people are thinking like with the pandemic and everything else going on, Oh, people are going to quit coming to church. People are going to quit giving. People are going to quit worshiping. But when we look at the numbers, we see more people than ever maybe are exploring faith and looking for answers. Absolutely. I think that that's, um, that's right on. And in, in that there are so many things that you can focus on right now that are maybe negative, but there are, when you look at these numbers, there are a lot of positives to draw out of it. Um, a lot of people are turning to churches and turn and um, turning to faith as, as a, um, as a source of their strength right now. And as a, um, you know, we can, we can meet a need as a church right now more than ever. And just speaking of those numbers, I'm just looking at the data information in front of me. And it says that like, when you look through these numbers, when it comes to the worship, worship music, um, you're finding this out over 2.2, the over 2.2 million times churches sang 7,000 plus songs together and more than 5,568,000 services when you just look at those numbers that's a lot of numbers to talk about in one sentence but uh (laughs) that's a lot (laughs) it's a lot yeah it's it it really is incredible it always kind of um when when you see the numbers and you really start thinking about you know on a on a um, sunday morning just all the people that are in a church service and singing worship songs um and together um i don't know it's it's just kind of it's it's a very powerful thing to think about um and, and this, these data kind of help you help you get there. For people who want to learn more about these numbers, um, want to learn more about Faith Life, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so um, faithlife.com is a great uh, place to start. Uh, faithlife.com um, slash equip um, will get you to um, <laughs> our, our, uh, our ministry platform uh, services. So it's faithlife.equip.faithlife.com and, and that will get you where you need to go to to learn all about us. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us. If you want to hear more information about what Marshall was discussing on the show today about the top sermon topics and top worship songs of 2020, or you just want to listen to the interview over again, check out our podcast connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood at podcastbuild.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.